And we are coming down in three, two, one. Getting Sports with the Drunk. I am not the hostess Cupcake the Riddler. He will be joining us very shortly, but I am the rat of a Red Baron who is a frozen pizza. Joined by... Bach. Sheen Washable. Oh, come on. Listen, there's no sleep. I, I got nothing. I'm sleeping uh, after you. All right. <laughs> yep, I said my name already. Hey, good to yeah, man. I'm happy you did it. Yay. But yes, we are here uh, recording on uh, the the Monday Night Wildcard game, which still irritates me to no end that this is a thing. I forgot that was even a thing. Because, like, I mean, why, look, why do you care? I only care because it's like, imagine, like, you, you, you place your entire weekend around watching football, and then, like, you know, what, what if they couldn't, you know, couldn't work or you couldn't, couldn't watch because you were working or whatever, and you're relying on this thing that's been the same way for literally as long as this playoff system has existed, and then just like, you know what? We're going to throw one random game on a Monday night. Give ESPN yeah, one more got, kick. Well, you got to keep in mind, they added there's an extra game. Right. They could do three on both days. They could do a 1 o'clock on Saturday. A one forty. You got Monday night football all year round or all year. Just, one more week. Well, the, it already ended the the previous week. There's, there's not a Monday nighter on the last week of the season. Eh, I had a bye week. <laughs> I'm just saying I hate it. That's because you hate change. To a certain degree, that's correct. I, listen, I can go for progress. I, I, I'm I'm not that ignorant. But I'm just saying, like... For, yes, you are. For a majority a, of people, you were, you were just as mad when women were allowed to vote. That's neither here nor there. Oh man! Oh man! What happened? What? That was that was sexist. <laughs> God, I'm proud like, of you. It sounds. This like... is a new segment of our show. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined someone's life. This is the bigot hour. <laughs> and then there's a guy peeing awesome two minutes into the show yeah it's funny because you could have just done that you know and then start he's like no yeah. no nah, nah, i'll wait you guys are, so we gotta get it man he's like are we starting yeah okay good all right let me take a piss yeah, let me go now yeah you just let me know when the intro's listen, on, listen. we're on listen listen i didn't have to go at the time all right all right I mean, I've said that almost every time I've done that. <laughs> um, do you guys have a uh, toast of excellence? I do. <laughs> oh, I, w- I wonder what it could be. <laughs> this one is actually significant where my toast is to the Giants winning their first playoff game in 10 years. Hey. <laughs> Last clap. playoff win, 2011. Give that one the golf clap. Yes, it was a good win. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll get into that. 
in more depth in a little while. Uh, Souls, you got something? I don't, I don't really want to talk about football today. We don't have to go crazy. You know, Everyone watch the games. So just just a quick blurb and we'll move on. I'm just kidding. Can I'll be a ticket. Um, my toast of excellence is to uh, Trevor Lawrence having the most up and down game of all time. Yeah, I'm going to pick uh, four, four picks in the first half and uh, four touchdowns in the second. Okay, I'm going to piggyback off of that. Uh, no toast of excellence, but a toast of dis-excellence to the Chargers. Uh, that, that game just made me absolutely sick. Sick to my stomach. So, uh, well, your favorite team lost the playoff game. They are one of my favorite teams, and I shouldn't be penalized for liking it. I, I don't understand. I love you, Kendall. <laughs> I love you, too. Um, you uh, gentlemen drinking anything? Water. I'll get into it later. No. Oh. I'm still debating if I want to drink it or not. Is it something different or is it something? In... Yeah, I've had it on the show before. All right. Juice, juice box hero. Oh, nice. I don't know if I'm in the mood to drink. All right. Well, um... I tell you. Now, this dry January, um, I've, I already I already lost a couple days. But this one's been the hardest of, like, the last few years. Well, well, I, just with stuff I don't on? know. I mean, there's kind of been, like, the two days I drank, whatever, there was things going on, and that's fine. Like, even now, like, I get home, I look at my friend, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fucking January. Well, you only got, Like, February 1st is going to be awesome. Oh, I know. What, 15 more days? Is that right? Is my math right there? (laughs) Get so drunk in my shower. (laughs) You got to make up for it. Yeah, absolutely. February 3rd, dude. You know, I eh. I admire the uh, the the self restraint because, other than like when I was a, a young person, I even before like the legal age of drinking, I mean, I could think of maybe six days, maybe maybe a week. Got some uh, it's some. Not ba- a, that's not really a good thing, Ken. No, that, that's what I'm getting at. Like I. <laughs> We we said this thing the other day, Kendall. Um, oh man, I forget. Massey wanted like to go somewhere, and um, oh, I wish I could remember what it was because it, it was like a heavily drinking activity. And I was like, yeah, but like, how does everybody get home? And they're like, oh, we should just make Kendall drive. <laughs> it made me laugh because I was like, yeah, well then we're all fucked. You were the designated driver. Sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> you drove here. Oh, uh, well. I'll just get the car tomorrow. We're all eating the chips. All right. I am having from the Riddler collection uh, from Thimble Island, our friends at Thimble Island, uh, a mutually assured destruction, a Russian Imperial Stout. Whoa, going heavy. Yeah. Well, it's one of those, a good beer. It's one of those things, uh, and I, I had called Paul, I think, last week, and um, there's just, like, beers from as far back as, like, in Maple that have just been, like, in <laughs> boxes in my basement. And I can't just drink Pabst every show, you know? I gotta, <laughs> gotta actually do beer reviews, like, kind of what the show was founded on. Yeah. But, hey... You're a creature of habit. Yeah, what can I say? 
Yeah, well, that's it. That's uh, that's what we got. That's uh, formalities out of the way. I guess we uh, dig into the meat and potatoes. Um, I guess we'll talk a little uh, wild card weekend. Did you guys uh, watch uh, the the Kansas? Not Kansas. What, what am I? What, God, what am I saying? I'm back, by the way. Hey, glad to have you back. <laughs> My headset died. Did you watch uh, San Fran, Seattle? I did not. Did not. Mock, did you watch? I was not. I, I, I didn't watch any of the other of the games besides the Giants game. Um, there was just stuff going on. But um, what you know, I, I kind of followed them and, and, and know what happened. Yeah. Well, no, it's not a big It wasn't like a requirement. Like, oh, you knew yeah. we were talking about this. Um, it, it was, it was interesting because. The game was, you know, fairly, you know, early on, you know, it was, you know, close, you know, kind of back and forth. Seattle led at the half, and then uh, that San Fran just poured it on. I tell you, I don't care what any anybody. Brock Purdy has earned the starting job in San Fran. I agree. I don't think you should have to compete for. It. I think he's earned that job. Yeah, regardless what happens. Outright. Yeah. I think he's earned. I mean, Trey Lance is running the same team. I mean, okay, he traded for McCaffrey, so that's the difference. And uh, I mean, that's a big difference. But again, I mean, they they were a playoff team last year. That the Niners were good. Trey Lance couldn't win in that team. Jimmy G can't stay on the field. I, I think Purdy has earned that starting job. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think they should make him compete for it. I mean, Jimmy G, do whatever with him. Trade him if he. I don't. I don't know what his contract deal is, but Trey Lance should be the backup now. You know, it's funny, and now we've seen it over and over from multiple positions. It just seems like you can plug any player in that San Fran offense, and it just works. If you have a quarterback that just doesn't turn the ball over, yeah. And then, and then, I mean that that's the biggest thing. Just don't turn it over, and that team can run efficiently. And I think. To just in general, Seattle didn't play poorly. You know, I I think San Fran was just a better team. Outright. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but did you guys see the three celebrities that are at this game that they that they showed? No, no. Okay, uh, one was Tom Cruise, two okay. was Hulk Hogan, Hilarious. and three was three was John Daly. Like as a Hilarious. group. Like if those you guys try all... and get him on the show. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, Kai, were they like together or because if those three no, were like they, hanging out? They, they, they were that, just showing that them. I would be interested in. <laughs> yeah, talk about a weird dynamic. What's up, brother? <laughs> you mind if I say the N-word quick? <laughs> I saw one interview with John Daly. They were like, you know, Tiger Woods gets up and runs ten miles and hits a thousand balls a month. And he's like, Yeah, I get up and uh smoke three cigarettes and open a beer. <laughs> I'd say those videos of the guys trying to like, like they, they like, I don't know if they're trying to make him laugh oh, the, or just the insulting. back off challenge. Yeah. They're trying to get him and he, oh yeah. <laughs> the guy is he, just a, he is a delight. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, Brock Purdy, I, I think he, he's, it shouldn't even be a question. Oh yeah, I mean, he he's putting up good numbers. They're winning games. They've won what eleven straight now. Yeah, something like that. I mean, 
it shouldn't even be a question. And it's annoying because it's going to be, and, and they're going to, oh, we, we stick with Lance and blah, 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 but. Fuck Lance. He's overrated. He he hasn't he hasn't shown it yet. I mean, Purdy is he doing bad. what they wanted Lance to do. Yeah. And, and I mean, I know they they invested a lot into Lance, you know, draft capital wise. But I'm sorry. I mean, wins are wins. Let me tell you something. They might have invested a lot in Lance, but they didn't have to invest at all at Brock Purdy, so it evens out. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's and it, Go ahead. Go. I was say it's easy for us to say that, but it's like, when there's not... I mean, we didn't spend the money. Like... Well, I and mean, they know. traded, what, three first-rounders to move up to get them? I think so. It's I mean, at least two. It was either two or three. But yeah, I mean, they got their guy... You know, and again, which is fine. And teams miss on players all the time, but I, I, I don't like the idea of like, hey, we invested all this in this guy, so he has to play. Where, or we have this guy who is winning games, like, not cut the loss, I guess, but you know, go with what's winning. Right. And, uh, and it's not Trey Lance. Yeah. But uh, credit to Geno Smith and the Seahawks had a big year despite, you know, they, they, they were the team, I think, most written off at the start of the year after the whole trade for Wilson and whatnot and the return on that. And they kind of they turned some heads and, you know, it came down to a week 18 for them to if they were going to make the playoffs. But credit to them. Good season. Just ran into a super hot San Fran team. And you know, it, it's funny. I don't know if you guys looked at, but I sent you guys a link to like it was um like the preseason predictions for every mm-hmm. team, and it had it had the Seahawks like the it, I, it was funny because it said the Seahawks would be like competing for the number one overall pick. So, I mean, they were wrong. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think the Seahawks were like this great team, but I mean, they still, they what, won nine, eight, nine games, make the playoffs. But Mark, still you're have... wrong. You're wrong. What? They were comp- They did compete for the number one pick. They just didn't have to compete for it. The Broncos did. No, I mean, like saying that their own pick would be the one overall. No, you didn't say that. Though. <laughs> what do you mean? You didn't say that. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, it, there was a few teams like like they said the Jaguars weren't going to be and, and the Giants too. Like these were supposed to be teams that were rebuilding and you know still ways away, but all made the playoffs and except for the Seahawks, won came in and won their matchup. Um, so it 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 was interesting that the predictions were funny. Yeah, I, I had the Broncos winning like twelve games. Yeah, yeah, that was a good article. No, the Seahawks had a good draft, and that's what helped them. I think like every one of their picks ended up being starters. Yeah, the rookie of the year was like a fourth round pick, defensive Ooh. rookie of the year, Tariq Woolen. Uh, Sauce Gardner's rookie of the year. 
Uh, I don't think so. There's no way. This guy had a lot of picks. There, there's no way Gardner isn't rookie of the year. I don't know. It's between those two. It, it's I'm. It's probably between those two, but I, I don't. I don't see any way Gardner doesn't get it. But um, that just fumbled at the end. I I do think, and we were kind of talking about this the other day. I do think if the Seahawks give, you know, Smith like that, that contract and big, mo- I don't, I don't think he's gonna like be what he was this year over and over. No, um, I think to me it was kind of a fluke. Like he played well, not taking anything away from him, but I, I mean, he's been around for a long time, and it's been given chances to be the guy. Yeah, I, I agree. I th- had a good year, but I think he deserves, you know, to go next year be the starter. I think both sides should come to an agreement where, hey, you get a very small contract, be it a year or two. Hey, go out, prove us, prove us wrong, prove us right. Do it, go do it again, and then you know, I think there are guys who kind of figure it out late in the career. I don't know if this was in fact just a fluke. Or this was the, hey, Gino finally figured it out season. I, I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that. But definitely deserving of, a, a you know, another shot next year. Kyle, how old is Gino Smith? Probably like 32, 33. Yeah. I mean, I'll let you know for sure on that. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine. So, I mean, he. Go ahead, Mark. He's been in the league. Got to be close to seven years. Um, he's thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah, so that that makes sense. To you know, drafted in twenty thirteen. This next year will be his tenth year. Well, yeah, I mean, Jesus. I don't see a situation or scenario where he's getting a five-year contract for a ridiculous amount of money. I think he gets a one or two-year deal. That you know, uh, not veteran minimum, but you know, veteran, veteran. Hey, you had a good year. Oh, uh, dude, I, I think he's gonna be making like thirty million a year. Gino? I, uh, it, I, yes. I, I think he's gonna. It may only be like a two-year deal, but I bet you it's like two years, sixty million. Wow. I, I mean, um, again, I don't think, I don't think it's a good idea. But I think that's what he's going to get. Well, if I was Seattle, I'd be very hesitant. And if I was Gino, I, I mean, yeah, you go get yours. I, I get it. But, I mean, I think he's got to be realistic, too. Yeah. I I look at it as, so the Broncos gave up what? Uh, well, no. Yeah, they, they traded the picks. So where where's, like, that first Broncos pick this year? Um... um Hmm. Kyle, what was the trade? Did they give up two first rounders to get Wilson? One this year, one next year. So I mean that that Broncos pick's got to be in the top ten, no? Top five. Is it in the top five? Yeah, they had the fourth pick. Oh, geez. So so they potentially could have a shot at one of these quarterbacks. Potentially. Mm-hmm. So, if they I mean, want, if they want one, 
So, I mean, it may not be the worst idea if you think, all right, we give Geno two years, like, to draft a guy to, to kind of develop for a couple years and, and see what you get. You know, like, the Seahawks are in kind of a nice position where they have a ton of picks now and are able to let Geno go, like, you know, stay in control and, and develop a guy behind him. Instead of being like the Texans who are going to draft a kid and, hey, he's our week one starter. Yeah. Well, and the Seahawks are kind of in an awesome position to do that because, you know, regardless of how well like Kenneth Walker played, it's like their mantra has been, hey, we'll find a running back doing anything and he'll be good for us. Yeah. So that's not even like a, a major concern for them. And, you know, they have Metcalf now as long as, you know, he's staying healthy. I mean, Lockett is kind of on the – Probably the the tail end of his career. Says who? Well, I, I'm just he saying caught, he caught a touchdown in like his last like nine games. I'm just saying that like there are a few guys who have Jerry Rice style careers where they're good until they're 40 years old. That's the only yeah. point I'm making. I think Lockett could very well do that, but if I were to, the numbers are just aren't aside. Um. Yeah the the Seahawks. I mean. I think that they're in a rebuild, but I don't. They're not in a rebuild the way, like the Colts and Texans are. They're in a rebuild where they may only need a couple pieces to be, you know, competitive again. Not even be competitive. I mean, they're competitive now. So I mean, if they, if they can get, you know, an offensive line, couple pieces there, defensive, they're they're right back to, you know. Yeah. Seahawks 2013. Yeah, and they'll and they'll play uh second place schedule this coming year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean I think there's a lot of things pointing it up for them moving forward. This was a, this is like a best case scenario the, the the way their season went. Yeah, especially because the Broncos sucked so bad. Yeah. You know, it, it just yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's just a total it's fleecing. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, sort of kind of mentioned uh, a while back, uh, Jaguars, uh, Chargers played on Saturday night. Um, as aforementioned, Kyle mentioned um, just a terrible, terrible first half for uh, Trevor Lawrence through four interceptions. Uh, they muffed a punt. Chargers up twenty-seven, nothing. Second half, totally different story. Jaguars took advantage in every possible, you know, scenario. They all their all their drives, they finished with points, and Chargers just didn't move the ball. Running game was terrible. I I, I am just, I don't know how you lose that game. I am just. It, it's one of those. I I don't get it. I mean, we saw it even in the the Falcons Super Bowl where they're up that big. Even if they start getting hot, like just kill the freaking clock. Yeah. (laughs) Control the game. Like I I just don't get it. Um, how how you can give up that many points that fast? Yeah, and that it's just you you without turning the ball over. Yeah. I mean, you kick one field goal in the second half. Like, how how could you not put yourself in a position at least to attempt for for more field goals in that second? I I, just, I am like dumbfounded. 
and, th- and this is not a shot against Lawrence or Jacksonville. They 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 battled hard. They they deserved to. It was win. a game they deserved to lose. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, really, you you break down how it's a game that they deserve to lose. You come out and throw four picks in the first half. You don't deserve to win that yeah. game. You get you come out and come back and win, and that's cool. But you don't deserve that win. Yeah, I, the the Chargers they were like plus five in turnover differential. I mean, you you should win that game ten out of ten times. Yeah, pick after and, and like, he didn't look good. It, it, to me, when and I watched the whole game uh, by halftime, I was like, wow, this is going to be a, a forty to ten game. I mean, I'm going to start just I'm going to start playing on my phone and put this game on the back burner. Oh, porn. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really though. Um. Yeah, there's not much more to say about that. It's I'm as of Monday today. Staley's still there. Um, Kyle, you mentioned did, did Herbert like come out and say that he wants him? Yeah, he said that he he was their guy. Yeah. Well, be that as it may, I, I am you know, amazed. I look at it too, where I, I get Herbert's like the future of that team and the whole, but like, is, do, do they even care what he says? Like, you know, well, it, to me, it's not like it's not like Aaron Rodgers coming out saying, "Hey, you know, this coach, this is our guy." I mean, it, I, to me, Herbert hasn't earned like that. I don't know, like that that respect yet. I guess, like, no, I know what you're saying. Um... I mean, he's got those great uh, SoFi commercials that he's doing. Um, I mean, that just got that going. But Dre, I, I, he hasn't really earned that pedigree, I guess, to be like, you know, hey, I can call the the shots. You know, yeah. Maybe a few years down the road, you know, they continue winning. Yeah, he he, he can you know have a, a voice in in the management circle, but I mean, that'd be like if but I showed up and it was like, you know, hey, Staley, good guy. Keep him there. They'd be like, "Who are you?" It's like just a concerned <coughs> citizen. Especially like if I'm, yeah, if you're the ownership to just, I could see like asking him, but I don't know. I I think you look at a coach that just blew a freaking <laughs> a a surefire playoff win. But again, again, we watched Shanahan blow the Super Bowl, and he became a head coach, so. I guess it happens. Yep. Uh, the uh, hostess cupcake, I believe, has joined us. Whoa. Mikhail Shanahan's a good coach. Do Staley's not. <laughs> yeah, screw that guy. And then, He's uh, just another run of the mill Chargers coach. Just a guy that's going to win and then fall asleep in the playoffs. That's what the Chargers do. They're damn good at it too. Uh, did you guys watch any uh, Buffalo Miami? I caught some of it. I was surprised it how close it was. Yeah, it did get interesting. I think uh, you know everything you, you hear in sports media. They're quick to write off like, "Oh, the no Tua, so the the Dolphins will have absolutely no chance." But uh, I think. Paul Paul said it best uh, over on a phone call. Like you know, it's still a division game. Like it, division games, ever there's nothing matters. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, it, teams beat teams that shouldn't, and things happen. Yeah, these guys are gonna play hard. It's, it's not for nothing. Um, 
And two, and I think we were talking in the group chat, like Buffalo is just like for as good as that team is, like they'll find a way to just like not show up in moments that matter. The other thing, I mean, you know, you have the Dolphins starting their third string quarterback, which is a disadvantage, but on the same token, like it's almost impossible for the other team to game plan against him. Yeah. Because they, they don't, you don't know anything about him. You know, you, you're going to go watch his college tape. I mean, it's not the same as it's so, I mean, it doesn't have to be like a debilitating thing. We've seen rookie quarterback. I mean, we just saw it with Brock Purdy. I mean, he, he was their third string and granted had more play time going into the game, but there's nothing to go off of game plan wise. So you can use that to your advantage. And if the, Dolphins knew how to. I mean, if if they manage the clock at all, they they might win that game. <laughs> I mean, the the clock management was horrible. There was a pretty funny meme, uh, and it was um, oh my god, I can't the head coach's name now uh, for the Dolphins, uh, uh, Mike McDaniel, yeah. whatever. But it looked like he was vaping on the sideline, yeah. and what like the, the, someone made some like quotes. And one of the quotes is like, you know, like oh, it doesn't matter. Times, times a construct, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what about, there? There was a lot. I mean, like I said, I didn't watch a ton of the game, but from what I saw, every time they were getting to the, the line, I mean, it was borderline delay a game, and it's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Just call the play and get up there. At least one of the times in time. Like. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't do any research at all. Like, I don't know if if sound was a factor or they were just, you know, they were not communicating that well or, you know, wasn't hearing in the helmet, whatever. I'd, it was bizarre, though. It seemed like, especially as the game went on, like, over and over, like, you, you watch the play clock, they're still in the huddle with seven seconds. Yeah. It, it was just very, very odd. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, and I think Buffalo and Josh Allen are very super talented. It's a, it's a team that can make a lot of noise and score a lot of points in a hurry, but sometimes the style is not conducive to win games. I think their first possession of the second half, like Allen attempts back-to-back like 25-plus yard throws, both incomplete. and then Yeah, he, he likes slinging. And, uh, hey, that, that's great. You know, he's, he's pretty good at it, but it, it, you can't do it every down. It just it, it yeah. doesn't work. Oh, he can do it, and he's going to. Hey, if he wants to go out and prove me wrong the rest of the playoffs, I, I'd, I'd be happy. But I, I don't know. It just – it seems like they they almost take the situation too lightly. Like, you're up. You have the chance to kill some clock and probably score some more points. Why don't you kind of be smart? Uh, just a, a person who has no experience this perspective. Well, no, I mean, we saw that happen. Um, shit, it was one of the games in the regular season. I forget who they were playing. But it was the same thing. I mean, they, they had the ball late. They, had, they needed to kill the clock. And he takes, like, three deep shots to the end zone, like, for no reason. Yeah. I might have been versus the Jets. Actually, you're right. It was the Jets because the, the Jets beat them, didn't they? Yep. And... um. 
it was just like just just take what they're giving you. I, I think there's too many teams that try and do that. They try and almost be like too cute and, and do too much. Just take what they give you. And eventually, you know, that big play will happen, but everything isn't Madden. Yeah. Um, right, Kyle? Are you kidding me? Man coverage? (laughs) At the line? You just put a go route? It's a touchdown every time. (laughs) It's all about four verticals, baby. Yeah, man coverage in Madden is a liability. (laughs) And you just need a guy with speed, and he's going to have 4,000 yards. <laughs> you could be John Ross, one hell of a receiver. Uh, man, I couldn't think of the guy's name. I was going to say, he's like one of the best Madden receivers you can get. Um, and then, uh, Mark, I'll let you take the reins on this one as it, uh, it is your team. But uh, The Giants and Vikings played at uh, 4.30 on Sunday. Actually, no, correction, 4.50 on Sunday. Yeah, after the delay. Yeah. It uh to me it was an entertaining game. I mean, obviously I'm a Giants fan, but um you know, the Vikings come out in the opening possession and score and I'm like, "Oh, here we go." But then the you know, the Giants came right back and it it was a good back and forth. Um luckily the Giants were able to stay on top. Um but I mean, Daniel Jones played great. Um, Giants defense played very well, um, had stops when they needed stops. Um, I, I love watching like Dable coach. I mean, he, he, he's doing things that like the Giants haven't done literally in 10 years. In the last 10, the Giants before Dable Giants probably went for it on like three fourth downs. <laughs> they never, I mean, we saw <laughs> last year. Fourth and ten from their own two yard line, they ran like a quarterback sneak. Like, oh my god, it's so funny! It, it's just they're, they're playing with with I don't even know like what like confidence, I guess, for lack of a better word. Like they're playing like an actual fucking football team. Um, it, it was good. I mean, Cousins, Cousins didn't even play poorly. I mean, the between him and Jones, they were going back and forth. Um, almost the whole game, and then Cousins kind of cooled off towards the end. But, um, you know the Giants were able to contain Jefferson. Not contain Hawkinson. No, no, Hawkinson. No, he he had a big game, (laughs) but um, you know they they held Jefferson to, I think it was like forty three yards or something like that. Um. Which is big. I mean, that's a guy that can easily just come out and rip you apart. Um, we we. I mean, we've talked about it before. That no one really thought the Vikings were, you know, a high end elite team, um, and, and they they played how they are. I mean, they they are what they are. Really, all you could say about them. All offense, no defense. Yeah, the defense was not good. I mean, not even as a whole. I mean, their their run defense wasn't bad. I mean, as far as other than Daniel Jones, I mean, he he ran well. But, I mean, like, Barkley rushing-wise, 
didn't get a ton going. He did a lot of his damage in the receiving game. Um, it was just they they can't stop anything in the air. Um, and the Giants were able to take advantage of it. It, it was it was a good game by the Giants. And it wasn't even a bad game by Minnesota. It's just how it played out. You know, the last play call was horrible. We, we, me and Kendall were talking about it before. I mean, it's fourth and eight. You throw a three-yard check down. Doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they thought the was going to break the tackle. Even still, which I, I get that. But throw a six-yard. You know, I mean, get them, get them close to the sticks at least. Um, I mean, you, you give him the ball, he's still got five yards to go. It, it's, yeah, I don't I mean, know, the, the play call I thought was very poor. That was um, like a, uh, a Todd Haley on the, on the Steelers type of things. Like, Hey, you need a first down. Let's throw a really short at the sticks here. <laughs> um, you know, for the most Todd part, Haley. for the most part, you know, the referees were, were good. They didn't. They they were kind of letting them play. Um, really, it was just the the that I can think of. It was the one bad like roughing the passer call. Uh, other than that, I mean, they they were letting them play. It, it was a physical game. It was I, I I thought it was a good overall game. Not even just because the Giants won. I watched a breakdown of the final play that made sense to me. What what because. If you go back and watch it in slow motion, it was a play design to draw the linebackers deep and it, and to throw to the running back with five to six yards of open field in front of him. And the Giants pressured on that side of the ball and forced Cousins the other way, and Cousins got rid of it because if he had taken a sack, the game was over. At least if he got rid of it and put it in Hawkinson's hands, there was a chance. So, I mean, I I, I understand the concept of throwing the ball past the sticks, but the the pressure got to him. And if he didn't get rid of the ball, the game was over. So, yeah, no, and and you're right. And and I was, Mark and I were talking too, and it's like it's it's easy to say, oh well, yeah, you got to throw the six, but we're also we're not in the pocket. We don't know. We don't know what the pressure was like, or what like he you know felt was was coming. Like, so yeah, at least put the ball in the receiver's hand, see if something could happen. It's just like it, it's easy to be like, oh well, duh, you did the wrong thing. But no, you're you're right. That's a good good point. I mean, like if he's if he's who knows if he stayed a second longer, maybe he would have been able to hit it. But the there were three Giants defenders in between him and the running back, all with their hands up in the air, blocking that passing route lane with another guy coming around the backside. And you know whether or not he panicked too early, you know, in thought process, I would imagine at the time was. You know, if if I get sacked, the game's over. At least if I get it to Hawkinson, maybe he can do something. You know, and if he doesn't do anything, then the game's over anyway. So what do I have to lose? Because he takes a sack, it's over. Yeah. And then and then everyone's talking about how he's you know dumb for taking a sack in that instance. Yeah. Lose lose for Kirk. Um, and how about uh, Hodgins? Is that how you say his name? Isaiah Hodgins? Yeah, I, I, it's a guy who I wasn't really familiar with all year. He kind of came up in some big spots during the game. Yeah, so, I mean, he came on the job. I mean, maybe 
like eight weeks ago. Um, he he was signed from the Bills practice squad. Came over, and I mean, he's been, I mean, pretty much like their borderline number one receiver. Um, and he's been he's been good. Um, I know he had, I, don't, I know he was over a hundred yards yesterday with a touchdown. I don't know how many catches, but, um, I mean, he's been he's been a huge asset for the Giants. I mean, it's really no secret they're they're weak at res, at the receiver, but he he's been a huge pickup. And he's big. He, he's a big guy. I mean, he's pretty much he's doing what they wanted Kenny Galladay to do. Get a mean block yesterday. Yeah, I do hope. I mean, last like two regular seasons aside with him, I do hope he gets more involved offensively. At least have him like on the field. I mean. At, at the end of the day, no. he he is still talented. He's had down you know down years, but like that could he, even end up working out. He just needs to go to the and... fucking Rams. <laughs> you know, he needs to go... the, you stick him out there if they put like you know the number three corner on him. Hey, maybe he makes something happen. And then uh, Sunday concluded with uh, Bengals versus Ravens. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught any of that. Uh, I yeah, real, a little bit. Just touching back on the Giants thing, I saw a thing four, four for one eighteen for Daniel Jones is what they think the market value is now based on this season and that playoff game. Well, wow. uh, I mean that 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 tracks because we I mean we were kind of figuring before he would get about thirty a year. And that's that's right on that mark. I saw I saw that the a couple like people were talking about like like contract extensions for players that are like on the up, like in the playoffs and stuff. And like the big one was obviously Daniel Jones. They said four four for one eighteen with ninety eight guaranteed. At this point, I mean, I mean, I, I know like all all year I was kind of back and forth, but. I don't see how Jones hasn't earned earned the contract. Um, I mean, the last few weeks he's he's done everything almost perfectly. Um, so I I think it'll happen. Whether or not it it pans out and he has this season over and over, who knows? But I think he's earned it. Yeah, I think, I think that I, I could see that as well. And I think he kind of has won the fans over. I mean, not, not that he was like in, like a, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I think the fans well, are definitely in on it. I mean, honestly, he, he kind of was. I mean, every year we went in saying, you know, hey, this may be his year. But if you look back, this is his, this was his fourth year. In his four years in the NFL, he's had three coaches and I think four offensive coordinators, and like he he had no consistency around him. And, and I know this year Dable's like for, but you know, it seemed like everything clicked for him this year. Um, you know, we didn't see the same like stupid mistakes we've seen from him in the past. Um, if they can bring in. 
you know, a receiving core for him, then I, I think he can take another, you know, another step forward. But who, we got to see what they do. Um, would, would they be in? I, I don't remember where everything sits. Are they in a situation where they're going to be faced with? Do we pay him and Barkley, or do we have to like one or the other? Will, will we be able to afford both? So they're both they up afford- for extensions this off season. Um, I believe the Giants this year like have a lot of cap space. Um, I forget the number, but I, I'm I think it's pretty significant. Um, going into this off season. Um, so last I saw, they said they wanted to try and keep them both. You know, that was kind of the plan. Um, I, I mean, whether or not that happens, I don't know like what Barkley's going to, you know, kind of command in the market. And, um, but honestly, I mean, looking at how it is as good as Barkley's been, Jones is probably the more important piece. Um, so I, I don't know how they're gonna play that. Yeah, we'll be interested. The thing you got to remember too is you got like um, Dexter Lawrence coming up, Andrew Thomas the year after. So I mean, th- there are guys that are core parts to the Giants team right now that are going to command big money and all be, you know, free agents around the same time. So that'll be interesting to watch them kind of manage that, but, you know, see what happens. Yeah. It ends up being the downfall of when you end up with, you know, multiple first round picks in the same year. If, you know, yeah, it's, it's cool if they both, you know, somewhat hit, but, um, <laughs> then you got their free agents at the same time. <laughs> Luckily, the year Thomas was drafted, that was Kadarius Tony, and he's already gone. So, <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard much of him recently. Hasn't done a whole lot. Bitched about that he wasn't really hurt. Went to the Chiefs, got hurt. <laughs> That's how you do it. He's been somewhat all right, though. With the, I know he has a, had a couple touchdowns and whatnot. You know, is what it is. Um, Bengals and Ravens played on Sunday night. Uh, kind of same deal. Uh, Dolphins, Buffalo. You know, everyone wants to you know count out. No, no Lamar Jackson. The scheme's going to be you know a wash. The Ravens played tough. You know, in a position where they I think could have nice. pulled ahead. J.K. Dobbins thought that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the backbreaker was you know you fumble and it gets returned for a touchdown. It just not only do you give the score, it's just like demoralizing. Yeah. Just wind out of the sails. I saw a lot of things today. A lot of people were mad that like they didn't call that pass. Or, like they could have called the block in the back on that. Versus uh, on Andrews. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, they they throw that flag there. I mean, that's a little. I don't. To me, I don't. I, I don't think they should have. I'm kind of happy they didn't. 
Yeah, that's one of those rules that I wish you just were allowed to do. I don't know why. I just feel like I just wish it was just part of the game. Yeah, it is, an- it is annoying when it's called. I mean, it's like... It's illegal. What's that? So it's illegal, man. Hey, I know the rules are rules. I just, uh, I just wish it was different. I don't know. And really, like, I mean, you just kind of hit on it, Kendall. But yeah, no Lamar. But one, one kind of like, uh like un uncommon play, and the Ravens win that game. Yeah, I mean, Bengals were not tearing it up by. Any stretch of the imagination. Burrow was fairly regular. You know, they, they, I think they ran the ball decent. You know, with, with Mixon and um, oh, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to show you guys. Um, did you guys see? There was a guy. Oh, I have a screenshot of it. It was like a terrible, like, uh, parlay bad beat. I don't know if you guys saw this. This guy had a five-leg parlay. Uh, it was all, like, first touchdown scores of, like, each game. So he had, like, McCaffrey, first touchdown score, Eckler, Dawson Knox, uh, Justin Jefferson, and then uh, Jamar Chase. Right, so he bet that each guy would score the first touchdown in their game. Bet, like, I think it was, like, uh, oh, man. One point. No, no, I'm a different bet. I'm thinking of a different bet. Let me let me pull it up because the screenshot I took isn't showing me what I want. So he bet um, forty three dollars, and the total payout would have been like a million dollars. And and he missed it on the Justin Jefferson one because he got tackled at like the two yard line, and it was initially ruled a touchdown. And then called back. Yep, I remember and that. And he lost. Man. So that hurts. Better than the Chargers guy. What was the Chargers guy? When they were up 27 nothing, he put $1.4 on the Chargers to win, and only the payout was only $11,000. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That guy's just an idiot. Well, I mean, if you have that money to spend, then it's a quick way to make 11000 till you realize you bet on the Chargers. <laughs> Like a fucking moron. I wouldn't bet anything on the Chargers. The Chargers could be up 27 nothing with t- two seconds to go in the game, and I wouldn't put money on it. <laughs> They're an awful organization. They might be the worst organization in NFL history. Yeah, I mean, that game just irritates me to no end. I mean, there's like a certain... one about the Browns consistently always like being bad and whatever, but like the the Chargers, I'd rather just be consistently bad than just consistently like mediocre and having playoff chances and constantly having you know a top five guy at a specific position, you know, and and then fucking blowing it year after year. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is always kind of a thing that people talk about is like, um, you know, is it is it less hurtful to just be a perennially bad team or a team that kind of teases their fans? One that teases your fans. Yeah, I I agree. 
you know, yeah, it's cool to make the playoffs and all right, but if you're just going and just losing and then losing the way they lost yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I mean, geez, what's the point? Since 2006, the Bears have been good once. The double doink hurt way more than all the all 17 losing seasons. I I always think about like uh, you know the when the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls, like that fourth time around had to have just been torture. <laughs> you know, just be like, come on, man, like give us one. Yeah, it's tough because like they the one versus the Giants they lost by one point in a missed field goal. Then you kind of got blown out by the Cowboys twice, I think. And I think they lost to Washington. Just the NFC East really just had well, their way with Buffalo. It, it was, but didn't wasn't it like bad field goals twice? Didn't that didn't they do that twice? Uh, in that game? No, no. I thought it was like back to back years. Like didn't. Because Norwood, I remember missed, and I remember they had like not that I remember, but I've seen the the videos. Like they had like the press conference, and everyone was like, "No, you know, it's not his fault." But and then I thought he did it like the following year too. He might. Have, I remember like the Giants Bills was like twenty to nineteen, and I think yeah. the, the Cowboys beat him like fifty two or something, fifty two, fifty six to like seventeen. It was just a, a route. I think I think they played Dallas twice. Yeah, Dallas got them twice. That's a, that fourth year. You got to just be like, come on. And then you go to the playoffs the next year, and I think you get knocked out in the wild card round. It's like, <laughs> and then they, uh, then they got JP Lossman. Oh no, there was more agony to come, Kyle. Then they got Music City Miracled. <laughs> then they got J.P. Lossman. I tell you, that was something I was terrified of watching that Giants game. It was like, like there's going to be another fucking like Minnesota Miracle that's going <laughs> to piss me off. And then they you got and Jeff would have had to kiss. <laughs> I tell you, that was another thing that was like, you know, is Minnesota just going to do this against all of our teams? <laughs> That ends up being, instead of having a player on all of our teams, just Minnesota walks them all off. That would have sucked. And then we still get the jersey for some reason. <laughs> After getting sports so the, cuckolded. The Cowboys are going to lose this game now. Why? Well, they're up 12 nothing, but they've missed both extra points. So it's going to come down to a field goal they're going to miss. I could see that happening. It's like they've gone down the field and scored twice, and they've missed both extra points, and they weren't close. <laughs> Pick up a little bit of a. Are you, are you guys hearing that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not just me. There used to be a situation in my my parents' TV, and like their cell phones it would something with the frequency it would, it would like pick up that noise you're watching tv and the, it would just start buzzing like what is that it's like up oh, phones too close to the tv <laughs> so what do you say you make it stop <laughs> i don't know where it's coming from 
<laughs> Sorry for my TV, so... What did you say? I'm very far from my TV. Well... I think it's you, Kendall. I, I don't know for sure, but it has something to do with Kyle's headset. Could be. It could have been like aliens trying to communicate. We just blew it. Here we are making fun it of them. They're trying to send us a message. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> you. What do you call a cow with no legs? Moonwalk. Ground beef. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for that. For the night. What was that? I said that's all I got him done for the night. <laughs> hey, it was an excellent <laughs> contribution. Apparently there's a drive through footlocker in Detroit now. Can I get number four, please? The Nike special? Uh, no, the number four are the Adidas superstars. Go there. Yeah, you so might pull it over. Their menus are Air Force One Lows, Air Force One Mids, Air Force One Highs, Adidas Superstars, Timberlands, uh, Nike Club Fleece Hoodie, Nike Club Fleece Joggers, Tech Fleece Hoodie, Tech Fleece Joggers, and then there's socks, shoe cleaner, uh, Detroit team fitted caps, and then and on the value menu they have Adidas slides. I have to imagine that that's a drive-through that has more walk-ups than drive-throughs. Kyle, how do you think your time would be on that? <laughs> Easy, pretty good. Like I'm gonna have to park you. <laughs> We're waiting for a fresh batch of high tops to come out. Can you like? Do you think they send out like coupons in the mail too? Well, it's EBT. <laughs> Take that, Detroit. <laughs> you just they got, know. You just got mocked. Detroit knows what they're about. That's right. Detroit style. Hardcore pawn. Is that show you want to talk on? about a show that's ridiculous? <laughs> Are they still making it? No. But that's definitely a family that does not like each other. Yeah. I would agree with that. I don't know that. how familiar familiar you guys are with that show but the daughter is an asshole <laughs> she really is she's a piece of shit Kyle would think she's hot though so would you no oh, go, go ahead and look her up Ashley Gold uh-huh. let's see <laughs> No, I'm good. <laughs> but she, she's an asshole. She sucks. It's one of those uh, OG reality shows, though. Yeah. Yeah, that and Pawn Stars. Battling for TV Pawn Supremacy. <laughs> 
It's, I like Pawn Stars a lot. That's a good show. I'm going to have to call my guy in. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. to the old man. What's that, Kyle? He usually gets fucked over when he does that. He has to pay a lot more money. You think, yeah. Kyle, can you think you could beat Rick in a fist fight? Yeah. Said, we all could. I said that pretty confidently. <laughs> yeah. We all could. Did you guys see that Brock Purdy and Skylar Thompson set the records, the one and two records for most points scored by a rookie in a playoff game? I did not. Who had it combined before? points? What? What, what was had the record? I, I don't know who had it before, Kyle, but Brock Purdy holds the record now for most most points scored by a rookie in a playoff game, and Skylar Thompson was second after his effort against the Bills. Thought that was pretty cool. Paul, uh, did you have a toast, and are you drinking anything? No. So suck it. Well... Uh, my toast is to Brock Purdy for being that guy. And, uh, you know, looking, looking like the next, like, like a, like a real deal quarterback in his first playoff start. I, I don't think you were on yet, Paul. I, I, we were saying before, I don't, I don't really care about anyone else. Uh, Purdy has earned that starting job. And it really shouldn't even be a question. Yeah, I agree. And I'm drinking Pepto-Bismol. Oh, nice. Kyle, sing the theme song for me. Pepto-Bismol. God, you were so close, too. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you would have known that one. I will give you one more chance. Try something else. Were you just going to do the same thing? Well, yeah. I like how Paul started to do the Whopper song. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really get that joke. What's but, that? The like that bur- the Burger King joke about like oh like your team just like like Vikings fans right after Kirk Cousins threw that pass and it was like the Burger King commercial comes on like I don't really understand it. <laughs> It's just like Whopper, Whopper, Juicy Whopper, blah, 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 blah. Have, you know, have it your way. Like, I don't know. It's just some Burger King commercial, but like all of a sudden it's like hyped as like the, like the meme of like, if it comes on after your team did something bad. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you mean. It's, it's weird. Like, I don't know if the joke is just like, it's not like that creative a commercial and it just kind of like, I, I don't know. It, it, you're right. It, what? what <laughs> I don't get it. Hey, Paul. Mm. Currently working on Magikarp's uh, Pokedex entry, and it's a real pain in the ass. Yeah, isn't one of them like you splashed 200 times? I think it's 100, and I'm working on that now. I'm just fighting another one, and we're going splash or splash. Except for when it misses, it doesn't count. Yep. Mm. 
Yeah, it's, it's a real bummer. I pretty much just gave up on that. Yeah, it's I just what I'm it. doing until I get something else. <laughs> I mean, if you once you completely once you complete the decks for a specific Pokemon, the shiny odds go up. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool to know. Yeah, I'm just learning how to make sandwiches in Scarlet. You know, I didn't know where you were going to say there. Like, I'm just well, learning we, to make sandwiches. You, just make, you make sandwiches and it, like, helps with, like, eggs and spawns and drop. Oh, yeah. Up. Yeah, those picnics are, like, a huge thing in this game. That's funny. Yeah, it's, you just set up a picnic and all your Pokemon come out to play. Hmm. I like that. You can wash them. Hey, okay. Kyle. You. What's up? Kyle, what do you got for us? All right. Today, I'm thinking of a number. Seventeen. Between. All right. Well, guess what we're doing today, folks? We're doing a draft. All right. That was the seventh. That was the seventeenth thing on my mind. Is it going to be like Johnny Depp movies all time? Uh, no, I only know Johnny Depp. All right. I bet you know more Johnny Depp than you think. Yeah, probably. Crybaby, that was a good movie. Listen, um, he had a really big summer. I don't like yeah. what you just did there. Pooping in the bed. Talk so much yourself while I think of a topic. All right. Isn't that what we were doing? <laughs> Here's a question. Kendall, tell us about your future kayak. All right. Well, uh, I'm thinking about getting a kayak. I uh, haven't done much boating, thinking about kind of getting into it. Uh, kayak, uh, you can do it with one person or you can do it with two, depending on uh, what, you're, what you're into. Um, you can do almost any color. I just, it's just dyed plastic, I'm pretty sure. So, uh yeah, I'm thinking about getting a kayak. It seems like a, you know good for you know outdoors. We live in a good area. I'm kind of down by the the water, going to the Long Island Sound. Get my paddle on, become a kayak douche. Get a bumper sticker on my car. My other ride's a boat. There's a video somewhere of like Marissa falling over with a kayak. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Actually, I think I have kayaked before. That's hilarious. I actually love kayaking. <laughs> I love Barry Manilow. <laughs> hey, Copacabana is a good song. Hey, we are just talking about that. Yeah, it's the most upbeat, like, sad song of all time. Yeah, that'd be a good one. We get ice cream. <laughs> Gotta put it to a Google That's another good Barry Manilow song. Mima, can you think of a song that is as upbeat as Copacabana, but equally sad? Well, not even equally sad, but just kind of fits that that bill. Uh, um, Sister Christian. Well, that's a good song. But it's not a sad song. It's a weird song. 
I mean, if you were to put like a a dance beat behind "Picture" by Kid Rock, <laughs> that would qualify. Like like if David Guetta got his hands on that, mm, that's a like, fire track. So like Earth, Wind, and Fire meets Hurt by Johnny Cash. <laughs> I mean, the, you say John. I mean, Ring of Fire is more upbeat than you would think. Yeah, but like Copacabana is like a dance song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they're the same. I'm just... It's too bad we don't go. To All right, that. I got one. All right, we're gonna draft our favorite bad players of all time. Kyle, I, I love the concepts of your draft, but like I never know what to think of off the top of my head. Also, like just of any sport. Yeah, like if you were Jeff, Jamarcus Russell would probably be your first pick. Okay. You get what you get what I'm saying? Sure. Not really. Someone call Massey, tell him to keep the list. <laughs> Alright, we don't have to do Kyle, make a draft order. Alright, I'm thinking of a number one through four. Go. Seventeen. One. Kendall, what do you what do you pick? I took two. All right, Paul, you pick. Seventeen. Okay, one through four. One point seven. Come on, just say three or four. Three or four. All right. Kyle, you three, didn't see Paul. that coming. Paul, say three. Four. All right. Mm. It's, it's going to go Mark, Kendall, me, Paul. It's bullshit. So so you just had us pick the number? <laughs> what? It was not a bad idea. <laughs> All right. So... Off of that that draft order that you just made, though, Kyle, I could have just been last with 17. Yeah. So we're just drafting bad players? Just do a sick forehand roller. Yes, we are. Okay. Uh, My first pick, although contrary to what I've said in the past... Oh, well, hold on. Hey. Hmm. Anticipation is killing me. You know what? I'm taking Tebow. Wow. He finally admits it. Listen, I never said he was great. I said he earned a chance. Well, check, uh, check any tape from this show. That is what I said. Fair, fair. Uh, well, then I got to take Jamarcus Russell here. That's the guy. All right. One of my favorite stories is the coaches, you know, sending him home with blank tape and then asking him if you watch it the next day. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll watch that shit. <laughs> I'm thinking Blaine Gabbert. And I knew you were going to do that. Why does that make you mad? 
Doesn't make me mad. I guess what makes me mad about it is you thought he was going to be, you know, really good. He was supposed to. No, he was not supposed to. He was supposed to be good. <coughs> Anyways. Paul, you're up. Uh, Darko Milicic. He was bad. <laughs> and am I going back to back? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Darko Milicic. And <laughs> Sorry, one more time. Peyton Hillis. Oh, nice. Guy deserves, it was on a Madden cover. Guy deserves a gold medal for saving his kids' lives. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to go with probably Randy Wolf. Good Big pick. Randy Wolf guy. All right. I'm going to take. Uh... Take my boy Lasting's Millage here. Stupid. Yeah, I should get his jersey now that I think about it. My turn? Uh yeah. And back to back? Yeah. Um I'm gonna take Baltimore Oriole great Chris Davis. <laughs> We're all rooting for him. <laughs> And then um, hmm. I'm going to take uh, Trent Richardson. Good name. He was, he was supposed to be good, too. Yeah, Kyle, these are, the, you know, he was drafted in the top three. Yeah, no shit, dick. <laughs> um, see, then... The, Part for me is that there's just so many great Mets I could pick. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna stick stay on that route. I, I gotta I gotta take uh gotta take Mike Pelfrey here. Big Pelf. Yeah. It's a guy, he you know big arm, you know, big frame, guy who's supposed to throw you know, super hard, just, you know, couldn't locate, got hurt. Did the <coughs> next thing, you know, start to finish. And then uh, went and played in um, Minnesota. Is that where you finished, Kyle? Yeah, who's a twin? Legend says he's still under contract. That's what the Mets do. Bobby Bonilla. All right, I'm going to go with. Huh. You know, I'll go with Ish Smith. Damn. Guys played on 57 teams. I knew hey, I should... do, do, do these players have to be like, do they actually have to be bad or can like they have just like not lived up to expectations? 
Either one. Like, can they be like? Because, like, I'm thinking of a person who, like, they were, I wouldn't say they were necessarily like bad their whole career, but they definitely weren't good. Give me an example. Uh, Reggie Bush. Guy was I'll really, give it to you. Guy was really only good for two seasons. <laughs> I'll give it to you. All right. And then uh, also, do we have to think this person's bad, or can we just kind of go off of, like, general consensus of, like, the world? I think that's fine. Uh, like, can we think they're good, but, like, the world thinks they're bad, so we can take them? Take, you're taking Jay Cutler? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just you so you know, Jay cardboard Cutler. cutout Jay Cutler heard you say that. Dude, he I missed didn't... again. I never said he wasn't good. Are the Cowboys now up 18 nothing with no extra points? Correct. He's missed three. Yep. Yeah, Kendall, when are you going to get my things out of Peter's house, by the way? Uh, I will. I was hoping to not do it alone, though. Rebecca will go. <laughs> she won't be a lot of help. You can do it when you go to his house for the Super Bowl. I don't think that will be the location, but it might be. <laughs> hey, um, never mind. I'm up. I'm taking Milton Bradley. Son of a bitch. Two people. <laughs> you can take Hasbro, though, Kendall. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I want the Parker Brothers. <laughs> Man. Two guys I just consider that no one was going to take, and Kyle swoops in. Man, you, I hope you forget about the fifth one. All right. Um, I I got to take here. Um, oh, my God. Well, I can't remember his name. Uh, Paul. Hart. He, um, didn't he, like, go out with, like, the bronze mom? Devontae West. That's who I want. No, yeah, he, did not. He, not. he did not go out with a bronze mom. Well, but, you guys, her, I, but you guys knew what I was talking about. I don't know exactly what happened, but I want Delonte West. Is that the guy that's, like, homeless now? Uh, he's okay now. Mark Cuban took him in. Yeah, but I thought he was back. He might be. I don't know about him now, dude. <laughs> the guy's at a roller coaster. All right, mock with the back to back. Ah, oh, all right. Um, hmm. Give me uh No. Hmm. So, so is the is the rating more on if the guy was bad or do I really have to like like? It's our favorite bad player, but do I have to even really like this guy? You have to, like, cheer for him once. Here comes Tony Romo. <laughs> no. Um, Qu- Quincy Carter. Brad Wing. Take... He Brad. plays in the XFL now. You know, the issue is I'm trying to think of someone funny, too. And that's hurting me. 
Just take Lynx and Galloway. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Let's go Brandon Whedon. That guy was completely worthless. Mark. What? I just said something. <laughs> and then, uh... And Whedon, and then uh, I t- I don't like this guy at all, but he's terrible. Josh Rosen, you ruined it. Do you guys ever get like I I don't know how often you go on any type of social media, but you know like like the clickbaity like sports articles. Yes. Yeah. So I got I one popped up the other day. It was like you know. Minnesota going all in on playoff signing first round pick or like signing former first round pick. So I'm like, oh, what's this about? I click on it. They're like, the Vikings signed Josh Rosen. I was like, oh my God. Someone had to write this. <laughs> all right, Kendall, you're up. All right. Um, I guess I got to take my boy, uh, Roscoe Parrish here. It's too bad. Injured, and you know, even when he was healthy, he was pretty much only, you know, only good on special teams. I'm disappointed in you. Who? Who should I pick? MLB show legend. Well, there's so many. I can get one on the next round. David Wright. Oh. <laughs> Clint Barnes. Oh, great name. Was it my turn? Yeah, you go back to back, man. We're doing seven rounds. So Clint Barnes. No, I'm not taking Clint Barnes. Um, uh, Matt Albers. <laughs> and uh, uh, can I take like a duration of a player's career, like when they were bad? <laughs> hey, that was never specified. I'm asking. Just why I'm asking. Oh, uh, I don't care. Go ahead. All right. Uh, give me um, 2000. Uh, give me 2017 to current Araldus Chapman. <laughs> yeah, that guy's buns. I'm taking Kwame Brown. Good pick. Who the fuck am I supposed to give the ball to? Kwame Brown? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think I, I had to take Clinton Barnes now. I already took him. Oh, you did take him. I thought you were just telling me that I needed to take him. No, I took him. Okay. But he took him because you didn't take him. No, that's fair. That's fair. I, just, I just misunderstood. Yeah. Man, it's at 175 foot pro end. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, her name was Lola. She was a girl. Yellow feathers in her hair <laughs> and a dress cut down to there. She wore moringa. 
and to the cha-cha. Kyle, that is a good name, but I don't think I'm going to take that. While she wanted to be a star, Tony always tended bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Dimitri Young here. Shout out to Kyle for that name. <laughs> there, if you, He's so skinny now. You just do one quick Google image of him, and the one where like his like hat is on his afro is like legendary. Uh, all right, I'll take. Uh, remember, oh, man, I had two names lined up too, but Kayagawa is going to be one of them. <laughs> that guy was awful. Yes, he was. And then I did think, I, I wish I thought of this earlier, uh, if I texted Paul and Kendall to be on board, to just start naming players that Kyle just likes. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think of it in time. It's good like quarterbacks, man. No, 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 not even players that are bad. Just like if we just drafted like Bryce Harper and like JT Romuto. <laughs> just to make you mad. Um, I'm gonna take. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna take a uh, New York Yankee Jacoby Ellsbury. What's <laughs> bad? He was bad. It's Kendall. All right, Kendall. Yep. All right. I've already taken two Mets, so I think I'm going to give that a rest. (laughs) (laughs) Although there's a... I just want to give a quick honorable mention to Ike Davis, who I think career would have been better if the guy could freaking see. You'd see him at, you know... You know, the plate, he's trying to, like, keep opening his eyes, like, wider to get, like, a good wash. (laughs) Unbelievable. If he could see. Yeah, the guy was, like, straining at the plate. Like, get this guy some solution or something. (laughs) Um... Let me think. I, I you know, I'm really hurt that I lost out on Ish Smith. I really blew it. Hmm. Can I? Can I take Otto Porter? I don't think he's bad. Yeah, I don't think you can qualify. Right, then I, I will. I will hold off. Yeah, that's right. I just want to, you know, say though I am a huge fan, regardless. Yeah, I, I just wanted to clear. The, just wanted to clear the air. As you just called him trash. Well, <laughs> I, I'm remembering some some earlier, uh, like, two K rankings. Uh, What'd you say? 
What, because me and Kyle used to watch Shaq and the Fool and he was on there? Oh, man. Good callback. What about JaVel McGee? Does he count? <laughs> no, he's also not bad. Damn. Makes plays. But that feature, so funny. I'm trying to think of all my NBA guys that I just love. Necessarily like bad guys who just like stupid names, but some of them are bad. You wouldn't know though because you don't watch basketball. Well, not enough. There was a time where I used to go to Kendall's to watch basketball, and then we'd end up watching South Park. Yeah, that's very true. Yep, that lasted like three weeks. No, we we did it for a while. Just the duration of time watching basketball shortened every week. That, yes. It's like, okay, we watched one Spurs possession, South Park. All right, I'm just going to keep, this, keep the show moving. Uh, I'm going to just take a Kaz Matsui. <laughs> Play for the Nuggets. I'm taking Brian Scalabrini. He wasn't bad, Kyle. Yeah, I was going to take him, bad. but I, I expected that reaction. Bad, Kyle. He was bad. He was a bad player, but it's all right. I won't take him. He wasn't bad. He was below all average. Right. wasn't bad. Fine, I'm taking New York Nick joke him, Noah. That's better. <laughs> Is this my last pick, or do I still go back to back? Last pick. All right, give me uh, NFL head coach Nick Saban. <laughs> fair. That's a very fair thing to say. Man, just hey, looking at all just these you Just because you just sparked it in my head, but can we can we stop interviewing Harbaugh for NFL jobs? Can he just be banned from it? <laughs> it's kind of annoying where they're like, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? Oh, I'm just going to stay. <laughs> Just kidding. Thirty years ago today, the Orlando Magic and young Shaquille O'Neal beat Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls one twenty eight to one twenty four. Shaquille O'Neal had twenty nine block twenty nine points, five blocks, twenty four rebounds on eleven of eighteen shooting. Michael Jordan had 64 points, 11 rebounds, 9 steals, 6 assists, and 3 blocks on 27 of 49. Wow. That was pretty good, huh? Hey, did you guys see... I, I'm, I don't know. I know Paul didn't because he doesn't look. I, it'd probably only be Kendall that saw it because it, it was on Instagram. But it was uh, <laughs> Charles Barkley talking about. Um, oh, man, I got to pull it up because the clip is hilarious. He said some really uh, misogynistic stuff. Well, you're right. If it was on Instagram, I for sure saw it. <laughs> I devote a lot of my free time to that app. <laughs> You're a sick bastard. Yes. 
Yes, I am. Hey, Kyle, do you think that the NBA should open up the dunk contest to outside the NBA? Like G League players? No, like street players. I mean, yeah. I think Cause so. it's so bad. Also, that's what it was. It was Charles Barkley saying that uh, a woman being pregnant can't be in more pain, like during childbirth, than playing an NBA game with a sprained ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and then he doubled down, saying, "Why would? Why do you never buy a woman a watch?" <laughs> and and my, this is on live TV. They're like, why? He goes, "Cause there's a clock on the stove." <laughs> He's a good guy. Funny. Oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah, thought that, that was fun. That is a true America's treasure, right there. He he. Oh man, I don't know how he gets away saying anything he does. Like he says the craziest stuff on TV, and just no one ever like says anything. I tell. I mean, I I seldom have seen when like that is live but just clips of that you know quad of you know people like on, on a panel just the highlight reel of just funny moments is endless it's fantastic i mean i honestly i don't, who who is like the the weak member on that on that panel Kenny smith i mean that would that would be my gut reaction too but i i mean well, like, from what standpoint? Well, just because... I, Funniness? So, well, because, I mean, you know, Charles Barkley, you know, he, he is what he is. You know, Shaq is just a, a funny individual. And then, um, oh, my God, I can't think of... Uh, so what, just off of being Ernie? funny? Ernie, there we go. Just what was so it, just, just off of being funny? Like, who's the weak link? Yeah, but see, they all kind of, like, bring something to the table. Like, they're, they're all kind of, like, funny in their own regard so i guess that would be my question who who is the the weak part of that that panel i mean, I mean funny wise i would say kenny the jet but kenny kenny gives it to charles yes right. he does he, he's not like a bum on there i mean he's got like he's not no, like we the, talking not like the kendall of tnt yeah exactly <laughs> i mean ernie he has the toughest over he's kind of like the, the guy who's got a like like He's feeding the, the, the information. So he's kind of like, he's Ernie like a content so feeder. Funny. He is so funny. So I would say he's got like the hardest gig. Are we talking just straight basketball? It's Charles Barkley. Have you I don't seen... know, man. Jack consistently doesn't know who players are. <laughs> hey, but they had a game for Charles Barkley that he didn't know who they were. <laughs> no, I, I understand that. But Charles Barkley's not paid to know. He's paid to be controversial. I get it. Have you seen any of his uh, Barkley's hosting SNL? No, I didn't see any of that. I, I recommend it. It is... It is it is funny. It it holds up. Well, all right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. That's about, about 10 seconds of unusable audio right there. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to cut it out, though. Nah, I'm just, just going to let it sit. Of course I have. Sometimes you just got to soak in it. That's right. You just know when things aren't going great. <laughs> like when you run out of stuff to say on one night. <laughs> Where can they find us? You could have said Michael Jordan baseball. Listen, you can find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk, Twitter and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you just hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's running out of things to say or not knowing what to say next. <laughs> Like, comment, subscribe uh, on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Wherever you find internet and radio podcasts, you find us. See. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week. So there you go. <laughs> so tune in. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But until then, yeah. I'm your host, Jake the Riddler. A mock sheen washable new. That's Chris Massey. <laughs> and the Rattle Red Baron, who is a yeah. pizza. Yeah. Yeah.